Hi, this is Chip Sutter, and this is Two Minute Time Lord Podcast number 412, Signs and Portents. We've been in the middle of a Doctor Who news desert as we've been waiting for word about the Christmas special and next season, you know. It's been total radio silence almost, but last week we had a couple of items in the news that weren't actually definitive, but they were tantalizing or terrifying hints of the future. Uh, First up, and more benignly, Radio Times reported that our new showrunner, Chris Chibnall, might move to a U.S.-style writer's room for his inaugural season of Doctor Who. Uh, Now, Doctor Who is no stranger to innovation in the organizational chart. Russell T. Davis adopted the U.S. showrunner model from Buffy, and this was completely alien to uh, BBC past practices, and Stephen Moffat's followed that. And RTD used a writer's room on Torchwood Miracle Day. Admittedly, that was to mixed reviews, but there's nothing inherently wrong or right about a writer's room. The big question is, who's in the room? If the writers reflect the real world, that's potentially a great thing. We'll stay tuned to that. Other news... The impending white paper on the future of the BBC by Culture Secretary John Whittingdale is coming out very soon, and there have been leaks that have since been somewhat contested, but the leaks suggest that the government would, among other things, force the BBC not to schedule popular programs against commercial programming. Let's call it the ITV veto, I guess. So, in other words, the the philosophy is... The BBC is publicly funded, and that's evil and horrible uh, manipulation of the free market, and therefore Strictly Come Dancing and Doctor Who shouldn't be on against other shows that might be just as popular and might garner more commercial ad rates. Now, my perspective on this is very limited. I'm a U.S. viewer. My affection for the BBC is... You know, it's true, but it's abstract uh, compared to my concrete love of Doctor Who. And, you know, my immediate reaction is... I don't care what happens as long as I get my Doctor Who. And mind you, we've also got a much weaker tradition of public service broadcasting over here. But it's distressing to think of popular BBC shows' popularity being used against the BBC. The notion that the BBC is bullying the free market by scheduling Doctor Who or Strictly at times when, you know, kids and grown-ups want to watch it. The long-term impact if this happened? Maybe not so much. I mean, we've got the iPlayer. We've got an international audience that is completely unaffected by what time of day Doctor Who is aired in the motherland. But this is a cold reminder that the interests of those who control the BBC, and that's increasingly not the BBC itself, those interests are not the same as the interests of those like you and me and people in London and Glasgow and the people who watch the BBC and depend on its programming. Those interests are not the same. I want the BBC to thrive. I want Doctor Who to thrive. And it's going to be interesting to see whether, thanks to politics that have nothing at all to do with the show's quality, it'll be interesting to see if those two things are going to be at odds. And that's Two Minute Time Lord podcast number 412. More episodes are at TWOMinuteTimeLord.com and available on iTunes, Google Play, and any other podcast directory out there. Thanks for listening.